Now let's get into that first topic. And that's the problem with SEO strategy and freight. And I'm going to kind of paint a picture for you because I've, I've been doing SEO for years, for years, and especially in freight and other industries as well. And I'm going to painting the picture of once you go through all of the strategy, because for a lot of people who are out there creating content, largely you are creating blog style content for your SEO strategy. So you have to do keyword research, competition analysis. You have to see what's working well and what isn't working well. And then you have to create that content of your own. Now, if you do go through all of this successful, you know, analysis and finding those keywords that make sense for your company, the reality is, is that it's going to take several months for that content to rank if it ever ranks. And then if you write, say, I would say about 20 articles or maybe even 40 articles using different SEO phrases, the reality is, is that only a handful of those are actually going to hit, meaning the overwhelming majority of your traffic that's coming to your website, it's going to increase, but it's only going to be from a few different articles if you create a lot of different articles. And so what happens is that when that traffic comes to your site, for the most part, it's low intent traffic. They're, they're coming there, they're looking, those readers are coming to your site, they're looking for information. So there's only informational intent behind what they're coming to your site for. They come to your site and the overwhelming majority of them will leave. They will never come back. They will never subscribe. They will never ask for a quote. It's the smallest of smallest fraction amount of people that will actually do this or, or go through the conversion process of stumbling on your blog or stumbling on your website and then actually making that conversion. So we, we even covered in last week's show about the logistics marketing advisor study that was just released. And part of that big study was that now how shippers, they pulled 100 shippers and only 10% of those shippers are using internet search engines in order to find a carrier or a broker or a 3PL in order to use their services for their shipping needs. That is down 5% from two years ago. And so when you think about the fact that the majority of these people are low intent, they come to your site, they're probably not going to be doing much on your site. They're going to read the information, and then they're going to leave. You couple it with this study that's shown to drop down to 10% from five from 15% just a couple of years ago. And then you also couple that in with the dramatic rise in search engine use on TikTok, on Instagram, especially among younger demographics. The strategy of I'm going to create solely for Google is, is a flawed strategy, in my opinion. And I know a lot of content marketers out there are really hyper-focused on organic SEO content. But what you're going to... A lot of times, this content has already been created. So what do you do? Or you already have plans to make this content. So what do you do in order to sort of, I guess, salvage the work that you've already done and already created in order to maybe turn it into something positive? So here are my suggestions for what is eventually going to happen if it hasn't happened to your company already when it comes to organic SEO. Here are a few suggestions in order to turn that traffic into a secondary conversion. And what I mean by that is on your blog template itself, where you're writing the article. The text goes in a certain block, a certain block of information. Below that article, you should be having different CTAs, call to actions. So you could ask the user to sign up for an email subscribe. You could ask the user to follow you on social media. That's what I mean by those secondary conversions. Ideally, you want everybody to come to your site and book a meeting, request a quote, book a demo. You want those high intent 
actions, those high intent conversions to happen on your site. But most likely with that traffic that's coming to your site, they're low intent. They're just looking for information. So you salvage that by adding these different components into your blog post template. Because if you add it into the blog post template itself, no matter if the article is old, if the article is you know upcoming, then you're still going to have those same call to actions at the end of the post. In order, if you don't have an email newsletter, obviously you can't ask people to subscribe to your email. Uh, if you have social media, that's probably the the best place to send that traffic. Another idea is to take other relevant content that you've already made on your site or have intentions to make and feature that at the end of the article. If you put yourself in the mind of the user that's coming to the site, what is the next thing that they need to know about that they need to learn after they read that article that you are creating? So think about what that relevant next article should be. Maybe it's two or three different articles. Maybe you can package those together into an email series and ask a user to sign up for those so that way they get them emailed to them, you know, periodically over the course of three or four days. Still, that user is looking for information. They're not ready to become a a qualified sales lead. It's a qualified marketing lead, depending on what your metrics are, but it's not a lead that sales would want to pick up the phone and call. Now, with rela- related to what you should do at the end of the blog post and those next ex- ne- those next step actions that people should take, you should also think about the fact that majority of people, when they come to a site and it's a really long blog, they're probably not going to make it to the end. They're probably going to read a few different bullet points. You know, make they're going to scan the content, which is why headings are so important, why bullet points are so important, making your content scannable. But they're likely not going to make it to the end of the article. So what we've done on several of our sites is that we take a CTA. A call to action. And we take a book a demo or um, sign up for our email newsletter and we put it periodically throughout the blog post. Now we program this from a development standpoint. Uh, we insert these different call to action buttons dynamically, but you can manually enter them in as well. You know, make it uh, a bold link, make it a highlighted link and put it center it, make it a little bit different looking than the rest of the text that's on the page to sort of make it pop, make it stand out. So you could do that manually or you could do it dynamically in order to update all of those past blog posts as well. So those are a few different ideas. The next step you want to do with all of your future content is to make sure that you're focusing on those high intent, long tail keywords. So a perfect example of this is you have a situation where freight brokers, that's the the phrase that you want to really rank for. Or maybe it's a, a another phrase that you really want to rank for, like... um freight broker jobs. Um, those That specific keyword isn't technically a long tail keyword. That is a keyword that probably has a lot of volume. Your keyword tools have showed you that this has a lot of volume. So it's natural for you to want to focus on that keyword. But remember, we've talked about this in past shows that all of those keyword tools that you have, they're going off estimates. They're not going off true data from Google because Google does not share that information with any third party. So you're kind of going off of these rough estimates that they, these search engine tools believe that has the volume for that specific key phrase. Instead, you want to focus on those high intent, long tail phrases. So instead of targeting a keyword like freight broker, you're going to target freight broker jobs, 
Boston, um, trucking companies in Atlanta, Georgia, truck driving jobs, Atlanta, Georgia, reefer carriers, Texas. You, you, you get the point. Pumpkin carriers in Florida. Those are the types of keywords that you want to make content around because they're long tail, they're super specific, and you have a higher chance of ranking for those long tail keywords, which will eventually give you much more sort of SEO juice in order to rank for those bigger, larger keywords that are much more difficult to rank for, such as the uh, the freight broker term. So keep that in mind. Now, the next one is you want to make sure that your content is made for humans, not for robots. The robots are the ones that are scanning your site and making sure that the, you know your your SEO topic is is on topic and that it's useful to their visitors whenever they come to your site. But you want to make sure that, that content is suited for humans first, not robots. Make it the best damn article that you could read. If you are writing an article on the best, you know, not best carriers, but pumpkin carriers in Florida. You need to do that Google search yourself and see who's already ranking for that content. Then you want to read through and you want to see who they're linking to. Are there any comments? Are there any questions on that comment or on that content? Because then those are the opportunities for you to take that keyword phrase and build an article around it and make it better than the competition that is already ranking for that keyword. So keep that in mind. Write for humans first and robots second, and then make it the best damn article, the best damn resource that you can think of. Make sure that it is the perfect article before you hit publish. Now, the next and the most difficult task that I would suggest to a lot of folks out here who are making content, especially organic SEO content and freight, is that you should just skip the SEO strategy altogether and go straight to social media. Uh, Social media has the biggest uphill, or not the biggest uphill, it kind of does, depending on the platform that you go to, but pick the platforms that you have the best organic reach. Instagram right now is not a platform that has great organic reach. Neither is Facebook. The best platforms, social media-wise, that have the best organic reach, meaning you don't have to pay for it, it's LinkedIn, it's YouTube, it's TikTok. Um, I would even go a little a, a little towards Twitter, but the, the shelf life of a tweet is only a couple minutes long. So it, with these other platforms like LinkedIn, the shelf life of your content could be weeks from the time that you publish it. Um, TikTok is kind of the same way. Uh, YouTube is also kind of the same way, where the longevity of your content, you create it once, and it has a, it has a way to resonate with the people that you want it to resonate with over time. It doesn't necessarily expire. So pick that first. Now for, I would say for LinkedIn and Twitter, it's a little bit more, I guess, challenging to know what you're going to post about. So what I would suggest to do is to go to Flexport, just made this great like 75 list of supply chain influencers to go and follow. If you're looking at the screen, it says 55, but they've since added on to it because once they published this article, they got a bunch of people that were, um, uh, I guess, aggravated that they weren't on the list. So they went and updated the list with several more people. So I would start there and I would start following all of those accounts because Flexport is listing them for a reason. So go and follow those accounts first on Twitter and LinkedIn. Get a good feel for what's working and what isn't working. And then that way that will help fine tune your inspiration for for posting content to those platforms. Now for TikTok inspiration, you can look at Rocket Shipping. We just had them on the show in the last couple of weeks. They were great. They have a great TikTok presence. Highly suggest going to give them a follow. Also Quality Carriers. There's another company on there, Ship My Carrier. Both of those they show really great behind the scenes of like a day in the life of a freight broker, the day in the life of a graphic designer, of the social media, like all of those different roles. They show a behind the scenes aspect, which I really love. 
And then uh, Ship Silo is another 3PL offering that is really good at TikTok. So if you want to look for good inspiration from the freight space, I would check out all of those in order to make sure that you you kind of have a good feel of what's working and what isn't working. And then you can take all of those different nuggets of information and you can combine it all and create your own strategy that fits you and your business. So put someone in charge of posting all of that content every day. And then that way, it's one less thing off of your plate. And you know that you're getting the brand awareness. You know you're getting your message out there. And then when that user arrives to your website and they do convert, then you know that person is a high intent lead and not a low intent visitor. It doesn't matter if it's you know 5,000 people that are trying to come to your site if they're looking for a blog article. But what if it's 5 people that saw your TikTok or saw your LinkedIn post and they came to your site and they converted because of that? I think we care a lot about vanity metrics and we don't care enough about the right metrics. So just make sure that you're optimizing your content, whether it's SEO or whether it's social media, make sure that you are optimizing for the high intent users for them to become aware of your brand. And then when they are ready to convert, when they're ready in that, you know, that buy now mode, then they think of you, they pick up the phone, they send an email, they come to your website and convert and all that good stuff. So I think that those are really important distinctions for a lot of folks that are spending a lot of time and energy in organic SEO and might not be able to reap the rewards from that content. hope you enjoyed that episode of Everything is Logistics, a podcast by Digital Dispatch, where we help your company build a better website. And speaking of my company, I founded it back in 2018, but we recently streamlined our website services plans. So if you want to check out how we can help you and your marketing team build a better website and connect those ROI goals, then go visit digitaldispatch.io. You can also check out past episodes of this show and every show by hitting up the resources page on digitaldispatch.io or on everythingislogistics.com. I do some freelance content projects for select clients. And if you liked this show, then you might like some of the other content projects that I've worked on, like Cyberly, Maritime Means, and more. But until next time, I'm Blake Brumleave, and I will see you real soon. Go Jags!